Hello again, everybody. I am the Common Sense American, and firstly, let me apologize for not recording the podcast last week. I was a little busy, and uh, again, I, I didn't really have much to say, and when that happens, I, I always tell you that I don't record podcasts because, well, when you're desperately searching about for something important to talk about, it rarely comes off well. So I didn't do that. But this week, uh, first of all, uh, Fauci's emails are out thanks to the Freedom of Information Act, and that's going to cause all kinds of problems. In fact, we're already hearing reports that uh, the White House is looking for ways to create a, quote, exit strategy for uh, to basically dump him. Uh, and nobody would be surprised if, if he was gone, if Democrats basically just took him out. Uh, they're, they're doing it to save face at this point. Uh, I said a long, I've been saying a long time that obviously the, the flip-flopping and apparent hypocrisy on Fauci's side is, is painfully evident, but has been hidden pretty well by the mainstream media. Um, I think most important to take away from that before I dive into the, the main point of my, um, of my little sermon here today, uh, one thing to, to remember, he recently said that, you know, in defense of his flip-flopping, in defense of him changing his mind and guidance and recommendations, you know, that medicine is a very dynamic thing. It's a, a, a pandemic a virus is a fluid situation and things, of course, keep changing and they have to keep adapting. Well, that's true. But you just shot yourself in the foot because if that's the case, how do you get off saying for over a year every single time you step in front of America that this is the way things are, there is no ambiguity, and this is what you need to do? And I'm right about this, by the way. We're all right about this. Quote, trust the science. How do we trust the science if everything is dynamic and fluid and changing by the day? We were right to question, were we not? You're basically telling us what we all knew, which is we were right to question because it is a situation where you're not going to know everything right out of the gate. You're not going to know everything even within a year. It's going to take a while. And you just admitted it. After coming off over a year of coming across to America with all your edicts that such and such a thing is the way it is. This is a fact. Accept it. That is the science. And then tell us a whole lot later that, oh, by the way, the science changes. Yes, of course, the science changes, but you just, you, you can't defend how you came across to the public. And speaking of how uh, experts or, or uh, those spreading messages comes across to the public, I want to talk about the difference between pushing a certain message and a rhetoric and a political angle versus propaganda. Now, it would be one thing, and if, you know, Hollywood and, and the mainstream media and education and the government, the, all the pillars of power in our society, it, you know, they're all on one side. They're all pushing one political angle. Now, that, that's, it's bad, but it's not too surprising, and it's not that different compared to what we've seen in the past. We have seen in the past in this country where all the pillars of power really are all sort of on one side. And it doesn't last very long, thankfully, because we do need that sort of, we need that push and pull. We need, we can't have, because then you end up with a, we end, we end up with a monarchy. You end up in a, with a tyrannical situation, an authoritarian society. And to stop that, we, we're supposed to have conflicting ideas and continue to change and adapt and listen to other sides. And that's how things are supposed to function in society. 
However, when you slip across the line into propaganda, you have another situation entirely. And the difference between the two is when you're pushing a political angle, you're, you're pushing an opinion. You're pushing a certain way that you're saying, okay, you see, this is the way it is, and this is what we think about it. And we hope that you think about it this way, too. Um, the problem is propaganda happens when they start to lie to you. And they're lying when they don't have the facts and statistics to back up their message. And yet are telling you that if you don't believe it, you're against them. You're an enemy to society and you're wrong and a second class citizen. And that is where we get to propaganda. And unfortunately, that's where we are now in this country. The messages that are being spread are not uh, political opinion. They are propaganda because they're false. They're essentially lying to you. Now, you can tell that because they never have statistics to push anything anymore. They just tell you the way it is and hope you don't look into it. Let's start with the border situation. Now, it's never in the mainstream press media, besides the fact that you know, they'll every once in a while issue an article about how Republicans are being awful and racist and saying we should, you know, close the border and, and work on this. And that's not really that big of an issue. You will notice in all of this, they don't produce statistics. The only statistics they produce can somewhat defend their argument, but they're actually uh, what I would call outlier statistics. They don't really have anything to do with the border situation. The, the facts are, which they don't want you to know, is that the influx of illegal immigration is at a 21-year high, that deportations are at a 20-year low, that there are estimates of anywhere from two to three, two to four million uh, Mexicans and Mexican nationals looking to try to get into this country right now, the facts are that border authorities and uh, politicians in border states, including both Democrats and Republicans, have been begging the Biden administration for help, saying that it's only getting worse. Now, these are things that just don't really show up in the mainstream media because they don't want you to know. These are the facts. The facts are that 90% plus of all people uh, applying for asylum are rejected because their grounds are crap. And yet they're all still in this country and many of them just end up staying here anyway. These are the facts. The facts are that the overwhelming majority of mig new migrants in this country that have been here for, well, not, not even relatively new, but been here for a year or two are all on some form of assistance. The overwhelming majority of illegals definitely are. How they get assistance, I can't even begin to guess. There's, some, there's plenty of loopholes for that, however. And the number that is spent on healthcare for illegals, not to mention the amount of money pumped into prisons and the, and the criminal justice system because of all the criminals that get in here, uh, it's incalculable at this point. Another statistic that they don't mention because it doesn't fit their rhetoric. The statistics aren't fitting, so they don't tell you about them. They don't tell you the important things. They don't tell you that the arguably the most brutal and damaging uh, street gang it may be in the history of the country, which is MS-13, began in El Salvador. Well, actually, let me, let me rephrase. The people who started it, yes, it began in El Salvador, but the gang itself grew and blossomed in our prisons. The only way that can happen is if they were coming here en masse, and if it was easy to do. 
And it's always easy to do. We're the easiest country to get into. We're the easiest country to infiltrate by anybody and everybody. And we're, we have been attracting only the lowest of the low from everywhere for a long time because that's who we cater to. Now, they're not telling you the average, the fact that the 75 to 80% of all legals that end up coming in this country have a criminal past of some kind, have a record of some kind. They're not going to tell you that. These are the facts. What they're going to show you instead is some commercial on television about how somebody, you know, came up from nothing and came here and did what they were supposed to do and worked hard, you know, that, you know, whether they were illegal or not, they're not going to tell you that part, but that's really what we need to be focusing on and sort of telling you that the majority of people that come across the border, even illegally, are actually just noble, hardworking people who want to adapt and assimilate when every single statistic that we have says that that is absolutely not the case. That is propaganda. That is not pushing for equality or human rights or saying, oh, we should be nicer to illegals or this idiotic commercial now that I'm seeing is the, the walk a mile in my shoes. Just shut up. You are being treated, treated better than any migrant, any immigrant anywhere on the face of the planet. Hell, illegals are being treated better here than anywhere else. You try and be illegal anywhere else, any other country on the planet, you watch what happens. If you try to uh, emigrate to Japan, for example, do you realize that it takes you at least 10 years? You have to go. You have to prove you have a job. You have to prove you're willing to adapt and assimilate. They test you. you there's a, someone who's assigned to your case and continually checks in. When it comes time to finally pass your citizenship exam, it's given to you in Japanese. You have to know Japanese. Only on rare occasions... Can, you know, there's exceptions to that. You can't. It can be done in English, but you, you really need to fit the bill of a Japanese citizen. That's not an outlier. That's not abnormal. That's the way most countries operate. You wouldn't believe what it takes. Some countries don't. Even, it's extremely difficult to be a citizen at all. You're lucky if you can even, you know, try and become a citizen in Switzerland. It's not easy to do. They have reasons for this. And here we are telling the entire world about how it's awful to condemn illegals despite the statistics bearing out that we absolutely need to condemn them or at least try and stop them because it's not working. That is propaganda. That's all that is. Segue to the race issue, which is just being shoved down our face, not our down our throats every single day, about how they're all being underrepresented. And I've said this several times. It's the most infuriating element of the, of, of the current push, of the current rhetoric, because it's propaganda, but worse, it's propaganda that's fueling hatred. I just saw, recently saw the movie uh, Keeper of the Flame. It's a 1942 film with uh, the incomparable Catherine Hepburn and Spencer Tracy. A historical coupling for a good reason. And it's a movie about how a man... Uh, this very revered individual we don't really know, but dies, and the entire country is in mourning. Obviously, he's a person of some stature. And his wife, uh, who was Catherine Hepburn's character, turns out that she was sort of indir indirectly responsible for his death. However, it was because she found out that he was a closet Nazi, basically. He, he, he was a full-on fascist. He had he was creating uh, groups around the world, around the country, to uh, basically push division and hatred so he could emerge all-powerful. And it got me to thinking that this is precisely what's happening right now on a mass scale. This is what Democrats are pushing. 
And they're not really even trying to hide it. Except they're doing what they're doing, they're veiling it under the guise of equality, which is very similar to what this person in that movie would be doing. They'd, they'd be going to the press, they'd be going to various organizations and saying, and sort of creating uh, these, these covert operations that say, that are going to push a certain message that isn't true. And, and in our case, you know, they're going to push the message that Catholics are bad or that Negroes are bad. And in that case, in the movie, or, or they're going to whatever it is they're going to do. In this case, they're just going to, it's sort of an opposite play, but it's the same result. They're pushing that all these people, not, there, there is no way to condemn or say anything bad about anybody who's not white. Anybody who, uh, and they're all underrepresented. They're all oppressed. And every single strata of society will push that. Again, education, press, government, uh, entertainment, right? Now, if you look, you see, you, there is no way to back that up. You can't publish a book today that doesn't have a person of color in it. It's impossible. You can't do a TV or a movie that doesn't have a black person in it. And you can't. You won't, it will never fly. You won't find it. You can look at commercials. Run through it. Do it in your head. My estimate on a recent check was about, I'd say, 60 to 80% of all commercials have at least one person of color in it, most of which have most non-white people in it, and they're all pushing the same thing, which is they're in the lead roles, they're the ones who are uh, we need to be uh, idolizing, they're the ones who are always in the right, and the only ones who are stupid and wrong or villains of some kind are always white. This is what entertainment is pushing at us. And it's everywhere. It's unavoidable. If you're looking to be in the arts in any way, if you're looking to do anything in that realm, every single major company, whether they produce movies or commercials or plays or books or whatever it is, all have a standing mandate, which is clear in their products, that they want uh, the so-called underrepresented. They want the, the gays and the transsexuals and everybody of color and every minority the only thing they don't want is anything from straight white people. That's an ev evident in every single product that's put out. And yet they're pushing the underrepresented garbage. Now, again, they have no, the statistics don't bear this out because every part of society is embracing them wholeheartedly. Look at what they're doing for hiring practices. Look at what they're doing for um, uh, admission to schools, scholarships, Grants, loan applications. Like I said, I had said before, there are people who are trying to adopt and they had their agent essentially tell them that they're going to be pushed to the bottom of the list because they're white and that they're going to have to service minorities and gay couples before them. We heard about uh, vaccines when they're being rolled out, about how white people are essentially pushed to the back of the line. Lawsuits filed for this that will absolutely go nowhere. You will hear nothing about it. For the same reason that you will never hear ever, ever hear anything about a black police officer assaulting a white police officer or a white uh, individual in any way, that cannot possibly happen. Like it's, it just, it isn't, it, w it never has happened in human history and could never happen. That's what we're led to believe. This is all propaganda and it's being pushed at an alarming rate. It's propaganda because statistics don't bear it out. It makes absolutely no sense. The aliens come down to Earth and they look at our society and they look at how things are being run and they see who is getting preferential treatment in every part of society. 
then they look and say, okay, so there's a push for underrepresented individuals. That must mean that pushes for white people because they're the most underrepresented people on the, in the entire country right now. And they're actively being suppressed and oppressed on a daily basis. So that must be who they're underrepresenting. No, the rhetoric is that the people of color and the, and the minorities and the people with alternate lifestyles, they're the ones who are underrepresented when every single second of the day, that's all you see. On Memorial Day, it was actually difficult to find anything about Memorial Day. Only thing popping up on my phone, I don't know about you, which is endless racist garbage about the Tulsa massacre, for example, which happened exactly 100 years ago in a world that is so different from today's. It's unbelievable that we can even be talking about it. We got it. It was bad. We understand. We moved past that. It's over. That couldn't possibly happen now. In fact, the only thing that might happen now is the exact opposite. It could happen to white people because we're breeding hate and division. It's what they're spreading. They talk about, all they talk about are this biography of this black person who couldn't do this. This was all 35, 40, 50 years ago. In no way is that evident now. In no way are these stories relevant now. It's over. That's done. We got it. And yet they're pr pretending that this still exists. When every single statistic shows that it absolutely does not exist. I'll give you the statistics of all the new forms of entertainment. And I'll show you that if 14% if of this country is, is black, then how is it possible that every single thing I see in terms of entertainment has a black person in it? And sometimes it's the majority of the cast. Will you ever find a form of entertainment that is all white anymore? No, you can't. It's impossible. You won't find one. They don't exist. They're not allowed to exist. Book, TV show, movie, commercial, doesn't matter. There won't be one. You can find, I think I, I saw a few, um, I, saw, I saw a commercial for the show, uh, well, The Light Below Zero, for example. <laughs> Although I guarantee you they're pushing for a way to try and get a black person up to Alaska to try and make it, you know, equal. Um, but every once in a while you'll stumble across something like that. But for the most part, you know, you scroll through the new movies on Netflix, you, you go to movies, you read the books, you watch the TV shows, and all of entertainment, the, <laughs> the idea that people of color or people of alternative lifestyles are being underrepresented when it's the only thing that's coming at us and every single thing they produce is mind-boggling. And it's not just entertainment. Look at education. Did you know what percentage of dean, college deans in this country are females of color? I think it's 90% plus. When you look at government, Barack Obama was president for two terms. Vice President Harris, even though she's not black, is certainly not white. We have a contingent, a growing contingent of representatives who are absolutely are not white. Yes, there's a whole lot of white people still in, in D.C. And in, and in terms of uh, high business, you know, people on Wall Street finance and, and stockbrokers and, and hedge fund managers, yes, they do tend to be white. It does That is true. But you really think it's going to last? Look at this push. It's really obvious that's not what's going to happen. You are going to see, and this is just a, this is a prediction, but it's going to happen. You're going to see more and more, uh, uh, an increasing percentage of white people on uh, unemployment on welfare. You're going to see increasing uh, crime from the white side. This is what happens when you oppress a group of people on purpose and via propaganda that isn't true at all. The biggest piece of propaganda 
being spread that they're all racist, that all white people are racist, that they're all just, you know, they're going after the Asians now. They're going out. There's every single month now, every single day, it seems like, but every single month, there's we're celebrating something that doesn't have anything to do with uh, with reality. As if we need an LGBTQ pride month. Every day is LGBTQ pride. As if we need another day where we're going to promote this so-called underrepresented when it's all we ever see and hear. These are not things that can be backed up with statistics and facts right now. When, when you have someone who goes to a young person says, I'm going to apply to this scholarship, and there's scholarships for every race on the planet but white, when you go and when... Uh, employers say black owned, you can't say white owned. When employers say I'm, we're, we're diverse hiring, we're looking to actively hire people of color, people of alternative lifestyles, that's just discriminatory. But it doesn't matter. Because suppose let's, and that's pushing one group forward or other, well, all groups but white forward. But this is rhetoric, this is propaganda, this is what you're being lied to about. You're being lied to about the border, you're being lied to about race, and you were lied to about the pandemic. You've been lied to about how the vaccines uh, are the only option. They, they've been basically saying, that's just big pharma pushing their agenda as usual. It's what they do. Uh, making you believe that even people who, sh who already have the disease need to be vaccinated, which is a big pile of crap. And you're going to start to see plenty of studies that say that's absolutely not true. As in most cases with viral diseases, uh, natural antibodies are stronger and last longer than any vaccine we've ever come up with. You may notice that they've always wanted you to have a flu shot every single year. Their estimates, they don't know anything about the, this vaccine. They don't. They don't because they can't. It's too early. And if they, were, if they had any integrity at all, they'd admit it. All they do is spread the 95% success, whatever. They're not telling you anything else about it. You know, they've done this in the past. They did this with Oxycontin. They did this with as many different... And by the way, this is much closer to a drug a medication that it is a vaccine in principle. Let me just throw that in there. Um, but it's experimental in every possible way. Of course it is. Now, I have a friend who uh, she got COVID March of last year. She had an antibody test a couple weeks ago. She's riddled with them. That's well over a year, folks. That's 14 months. And she's still got them. I guarantee you that people who had this disease are better off, are better protected against getting it again than anybody who gets the vaccine. And are they telling you that? No. They're going to come out at some point. There will be enough studies. There will be enough uh, doctors that say, oh, yes, that's probably true. But that won't happen until they've sold as much of this vaccine as they possibly can. You were being lied to. They tell you that the vaccine is more powerful or better off. They don't know that for true. I don't know for true either. I'm not saying, you know, I, I believe it's true. It seems to me obvious that it's true. But until we have statistical evidence that proves it, I'm not going to say it. They should do the same thing. I'm not going to just, uh, based on my experiences and based on what I believe and based on what I'm seeing and based on history of medicine, it doesn't seem like uh, this is going to be something that's any different. Natural antibodies are better. But they don't want you to know that because they got to push their little drug, just like anything else. All these, by the way, all these commercials you see for eczema and skin problems and psoriasis, that's caused by drugs, people. Hello. Create a drug that creates a, a myriad of side effects to create more drugs to fix the side effects. It's, it's, it's standard operating procedure. It's how pharmaceuticals work. 
Anyway. I think in the end, when it comes to propaganda versus spreading a certain opinion, there's a very big difference. And people start to push back when they realize it is propaganda, and that's what we're facing right now. A major pushback from people who are going, none of this is true. The reason why you're getting such major backlash from so many people is because they know it's not true. You don't have the statistics and facts to back up your little claims because none of it's been true and hasn't been true and in decades. It's all wrong. And you're lying to people. This is propaganda, not political opinion, not political theater. There's a difference. And it creates all kinds of problems. And that's all I wanted to get out there today. The difference between propaganda and fact. And the fact that propaganda doesn't use fact because it's lies. They haven't been using facts for a long time. And they're not going to, to continue to push their, their agenda. So that's it for today. Uh, I, I'm running a little long, but I figured I'd give you a little bit extra after not doing it last week. Um, again, be on the lookout for all of this. Always remember that it's up to you to do your own research. It's up to you to use your brain and dig into this and think for yourself, which of course, we're, we've created a legion of people who don't do that anymore. Trust the science means shut your brain off and do as you're told. That's what the translation to that really is. It doesn't really mean trust the science. If you trusted the science, you would have accepted that all of this is dynamic and fluid and nothing is written in stone right from the start, but you didn't do that, did you? No, you believed every word they told you. So, think for yourself, be an independent, be an individual, be a thinking human being, and you will start to see just how much of this is propaganda, just how often you're being lied to. And that's it for this week. Uh, thank you again for listening. Please uh, feel free to recommend me to your friends and family. I don't do ads. I don't do any explicit content. There's good reason for that. Um, and everything I do is free. And I have no downloading. And I don't bombard you with emails. I respect your privacy. And uh, again, thank you for listening, and I'll see you again next week.